What the hell am I doing here? October 2010, standing on stage at the Royal Albert Hall in London at what will be the last Porcupine Tree show for the foreseeable future. No announcements have been made to this effect. No Ziggy-style speech planned for the finale. I haven't discussed it with the rest of the band, our manager or record company. The truth is that I haven't even really acknowledged it to myself. Subconsciously, I may have made up my mind, but I haven't vocalised it, said it out loud yet, not even to my partner or closest friends. Right at this moment, I'm on stage throwing shapes, trying to be the engaging frontman as the music rises and falls and the audience becomes immersed in it. All I know is that I'm not enjoying the moment as I should be. Selling out the Royal Albert Hall is supposed to be an amazing achievement, isn't it? A pinnacle of sorts. So why don't I feel great about it? Partly because the atmosphere on stage is not great. Certain people are not talking to each other. Colin Edwin, our bass player, has a fixed grin on his face like he always does. But no one really catches the eye of anyone else on stage. Actually, the truth is we hardly ever have eye contact with each other on stage. It's not that kind of band. In fact, I've got used to feeling a kind of resentment coming from behind me most of the time. I've been the one writing most of the songs, the spokesperson, the singer-guitar player, the focus, but my standard of musicianship is some way below the other people on stage with me. And great musicians understandably resent having to play second fiddle to the guy at the front getting the attention and the songwriting royalties although I do split these. Not equally, but everyone gets a share of everything the band records. It doesn't help when you already feel pretty insecure about being a frontman. Nevertheless, I am out here on my own and in some degree of control. And that is the way I prefer it. It's the way this started, after all. Tonight, though, it isn't me that's getting the brunt of the bad energy. As with most bands that have spent years working together, we have arrived at a point where we are tiptoeing around each other's egos. We haven't been successful enough to afford ourselves privacy on tour, so we still find ourselves cooped up together on tour buses and in dressing rooms, unable to get away from each other. That means we all know exactly which buttons to press to rile one another and have heard each other's jokes and anecdotes a hundred times over. The irritations begin, the nerves crack. The day before witnessed a new level of petulance as one member's passport was thrown out of the tour bus and I have been given an it's him or me ultimatum as tempers fray. This tour has not been as much fun as it used to be. If we sound tired on stage, it's because we are tired. We've been on the album tour repeat carousel pretty much non-stop for 17 years and although we've made progress, it's been incremental. Now I can't help feeling in a kind of glass half-empty way that we should have reached this point after seven years, not 17. Even though we are all the wrong side of 40 by 2010, people still think of us as an up-and-coming band. It's fair to say that many others in both the music business and the business of listening to music have still never heard of us. Maybe that's the price we have paid for creating our own musical world, and never being part of any particular scene, despite being nominally branded progressive rock, whatever that is. 
how much easier it would have been to have played a certain kind of generic music for a certain kind of audience. Over the years, I've noted with envy that playing heavy metal, for example, gives you an instant audience. Festivals, magazines and radio shows with hundreds of thousands of potential fans already there waiting. But I could never understand the appeal of playing a variation on the same music that a thousand other bands played. Instead, Porcupine Tree have gradually carved out our own niche, making fans one by one, mostly by word of mouth. The daft name probably hasn't helped. Now, after ten albums, the band is running out of steam. I'm running out of steam. We have no hit singles, so at least have no pressure to be a jukebox act, trotting out the crowd-pleasers every night. Even so, we do have our familiar signposts and a recognisable arc to the performance. 